episode, I want to look at this season of Lent that we are currently in here in 2023. Um, I've not done much looking at the season of Lent, and some of that has just been the time of life that I am in, Um, and, and some of that has just been spending more time reflecting on it and not necessarily writing so much to it. Um, But I was asked to preach at a midweek Lenten service, and so I kind of really dove into this uh, one section of scripture, um, which is Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13, and I'll read that in a moment. Um, But it comes right after Jesus was baptized. And the whole baptism narrative at the current season of life I am in has been one that I find very interesting. And uh, then I'll go into that into another episode I, uh, in the future. Um, but yeah, I wanted to just take a moment for us to te- step back and kind of take a snapshot of what we are doing in the season of Lent and what does the season of Lent mean to us and how are we approaching it uh so the section of scripture is like i said luke chapter one verses sorry chapter four verses one through thirteen and it reads and jesus full of the holy spirit returned from the jordan and was led by the spirit in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by the devil and he ate nothing during those days and when they were ended he was hungry The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And said to him, To you I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will be all yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command the angels concerning you to guard you. And on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Uh, I was reflecting on this, and uh, I'm going to share a story, and it all makes sense after a while, but just bear with me for a few minutes here. Uh, Several years ago, my wife and I were living in Cleveland, Ohio, and on a particular trip back to visit my 
uh, our families. Uh, my wife had left the day earlier, and I was coming up with two of our lovely dogs. Uh, we have three dogs, two of which are miniature dash, dash hounds, and those are the two that are with me. In, in general, these two are great car companions. They just kind of curl up in the, the seat next to you or in your lap and sleep for however long you are driving. This particular trip was about four and a half hours long. However, about two hours in, one of the pups started to whine. That is usually the sign that they need to go out. Uh, we were on the Ohio Turnpike, and for those that don't know, unless you want to pay an extra toll, once you are on the Turnpike, you have to wait for the rest stops. Uh, for reference, there is none between like Cleveland and roughly Sandusky, Ohio, so, and that's a little more than an hour apart. So they are not really close to each other at all. So we're driving, pup starts to whine. I was not wanting to pay an extra toll and get off anywhere. So I had set in my mind to wait for the next rest area. Now when I made this decision, I made it with my human stubborn rationalization. I had not factored in that my dog does not have the same um, bladder hold time or reasoning skills that I do. I was just being stubborn. So she whined for about 20 minutes. We were about 15 miles from the next rest stop and she's sitting in my lap just angrily whining at me to try and get us to go out. And I'm trying to assure her that we're almost there. All of a sudden she just stops whining. Stood in my lap and I thought perhaps she's distracted enough. I can get there. I, however, then noticed a horrible smell and a warm spot on my leg. I realized in that moment, in a rather unpleasant way, that my desire to not deal with the situation at hand, the issue at hand, and rationalizing with myself, I had not stopped nature from happening, because puppy bowels don't reason with human logic, and I still now had 14 miles to go to think about the mess in my lap and the decision that I had made to learn that lesson. So Lent, here we are again, several weeks into this year's calendar rotation, and here we are again in another season of thinking about what we've given up for 40 days of Lent. Not counting that one cheat day, of course, for some of us. Uh, 40 days into this long buildup till we get to that Easter service, that Easter Sunday. For many of us, this may just feel like another circle of the Christian season. So I have the question for you to uh, hopefully seriously consider. Um, after a while, it gets to be really easy just to get into this flow of the calendar. We have those big Christian holidays, right? We look forward to the excitement of Christmas. We love the colorful explosions of Easter and the talk of new life. We get into the flow and the highs. Think of how many people you saw at your church's uh, Monday, Thursday, or Good Friday service, if your church has those services. Um, in general, they're not well attended. Pentecost is exciting because we all can wear red, but how many people do you know celebrate Ascension Day, Epiphany, Annunciation, amongst many other Christian holiday, uh, holy days? How many of us will celebrate Easter, the full celebration period, which 
This year is April 9th till May 21st. There is seven weeks of Easter, my friends. And the question for you is, are we actually wrestling in the wilderness? Are we walking in it? Are you wrestling with what the Spirit is lifting up in your soul? Are you looking at your temptations? Are you actually wrestling in the wilderness? Think about that for just a moment. Are you actually wrestling in a wilderness? During Lent, as Christians, we walk through this journey for 40 days, not counting the Sundays, to to walk, explore, wrestle, and faithfully follow Jesus. That, in part, is why we have uh, weekly Lenten services at some churches. It's why we have different themes and different ideas that come up throughout the season of Lent, so that we are working to expand, grow, and develop with a little more focus as we are pulled along towards Easter Sunday. What does that day mean to us? What does Easter mean to me in my heart? What does the cross mean to us? That is something for us to wrestle with. Often people give something up for Lent, but whatever it is, if you have done that, are you exploring why that was hard for you to give up? Why did you choose it? You know, chocolate is a normal one. For for some, that is hard. But in the main scheme of things, are you sitting down and going, Jesus, I have a sugar addiction. I just have to get that mocha frappe from McDonald's before or after church every Sunday. And that takes away from my focus on you in the worship service. That may be, you know, my specific one. Um, But I hope you are seeing my point here. This is a time for us to be considering very seriously our relationship with God, for us to purposefully wrestle with something. Or if you think you have something to wrestle with, or if you, I'm sorry, if you don't think you have something to wrestle with, perhaps that is what you need to wrestle with. What am I missing in my life, dear creator, that I don't think I have anything to work on? Are you wrestling in the wilderness? Like I mentioned right before the scripture that I read um, in in Luke chapter 3, verses 21 to 22, Jesus is baptized and the Holy Spirit descends on him in bodily form like a dove. And the start of our section uh, that I read at the beginning here, it says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. When we think of this time, our 40 days of Lent, we, too, are called to wander in the wilderness. This doesn't mean that we need to go find some land and wander wander amongst it, though that can be moving and life-changing. What we are invited to do during Lent is to wander the wilderness of our souls, of our hearts, of our minds. We are invited to wander and to see what is there. Many think of this wilderness as rough and wild and scary. And while it can be those things, God created everything. and Everything has beauty in it when you walk amongst it long enough. Jesus, full of the Spirit, walked into the wilderness and was tempted for 40 days. 
and it names Jesus' top temptation immediately after that. It says Jesus was fasting, and since fasting is is pretty intensely not consuming food, food was pretty tempting after a short while. I don't know if you've tried to go a day without food. It's pretty hard, at least in my attempts at it. Yet Jesus walked into the wilderness and faced that temptation amongst many. Jesus' example is that to go and face the things that tempt us, that we desire, the things we think we cannot live without. Um, I was in Italy for just shy of two weeks recently, and I did not buy an international phone plan, so in that time I had very limited use of my phone. Social media usage was slim, texting and emails extremely limited, and aside from finding Wi-Fi and calling my wife and children every night, my phone was just a glorified camera. Being a student and someone cued into many different things in life, I was a little apprehensive of this. I send emails and texts regularly throughout the day, and I had to wrestle with that when I had no other choice. You know, what is it about this device, about social media, about constant connection to my colleagues, friends, and family that I needed to evaluate? I found that in that time, I enjoyed my fellowship with my friends deeper uh, than I have in years. I found that the world through social media is less life-giving than I had come to believe, and I found that I did not need to turn back to the hotel if I left my phone there because I eventually no longer depended on it that much. Now, since being home, I left the house once and completely did not notice I didn't have my phone because I had to wrestle with uh, with with all of that and and what truth it is in my life to be dependent on or not dependent on my phone. Are you wrestling in the wilderness? There are a lot of things about the Christian faith that the American church has slowly not focused on as much. It is more trendy now to fast from something during Lent than it is a spiritual practice in many places. The phrase wandering in the wilderness I have heard countless times in the last year alone, yet it is not something we often take seriously. Jesus is our example. To be Christian is to say that we will be Christ-like. It does not simply mean we have just accepted Jesus into our heart. That is a key part, but emulating Jesus' actions is just as important. Jesus came to highlight God's blueprint, to make connections with us, to show us how to live in unison with the Spirit of God, and how to do life and have faith. Wandering in the wilderness is a vital example that Jesus gives us. It parallels the wanderings in the wilderness that the people of God did in Exodus. This wandering thing is something God uses in both Testaments to teach lessons to show that in God alone is strength and endurance in a whole slew of things. Are you wrestling in the wilderness? Like with uh, my story at the beginning, when we choose to avoid dealing with something, with with thinking about it, with considering it, with actually looking at the consequences of not wrestling with or dealing with or choosing 
to look at something, sometimes it leads to a very sticky or stinky or unfortunate situation for us. I want you to seriously consider today, are you wrestling with something? Something you know that you need to do, need to give up, need to change, need to say. Are you wrestling with what your faith means to you? What does Easter mean to you? And I don't mean just what have you decided or come to believe or were taught as a kid. I mean for you to wrestle with it. Is Easter important to my faith? If not, why not? If so, why so? Wilderness is a place for you to question, pick apart, and rebuild your beliefs. I can tell you what the Bible says and what uh, what you, what that ought to mean to you. You, however, need to believe it or not and decide why. Church is not a passive thing. Faith is not a passive thing. I have my my reasons for a lot of things, but do you? Are you wrestling in the wilderness? What are you wrestling with, dear siblings? Easter morning is almost here. It is on the horizon. It's just a few weeks away. The shadow of the cross is about to be cast. What do you believe? What are you wrestling with? Or are you sitting there, driving, working out at the gym, you know, in your office, wherever you may be, just getting ready to go home or take the easy approach to faith in your day. I can assure you, if Jesus' example is that of inner wrestling and taking the difficult path, ours ought to be the same. So seriously consider today, are you wrestling in the wilderness? going to call it there. As always, could go on, could dig in more, could look at other parts of this section of scripture. But I want you to really think about that. Are you wrestling in the wilderness and what are you wrestling with? Down in the show notes is all the contact for the podcast. I would love to hear from you, hear your thoughts on this episode, hear what your thoughts on Jesus' example in this section of scripture are. Do you think that my understanding of the scripture is wrong? Why? If you thought this was useful, helpful, why? I would love to hear from you. So you can reach out via email, go over to social media, lots of different ways to get in contact. As always, I hope you are doing well. Know that God loves you so very much, and there is nothing that you or anyone else can do about it. We'll see you in the next episode.